Good evening, high school football fans. This is High School Football America for August 11, 2016. I'm Jeff Fisher, host of the show and founder and editor-in-chief of High School Football America and HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. Big show for you tonight. We're going to touch the east, the middle part of the country, and the western part of the country on the show as we're going to talk with the head coach at uh, Northwestern in Rock Hill, South Carolina. Uh, David Pierce will be on the show tonight. Rock Hill, what a football hotbed, a, a small community there in South Carolina, not even 100,000 people, but they've cranked out a lot of NFL talent. So David Pierce will join us uh, in a little bit to talk about uh, Northwestern. They're the number 19 team in the High School Football America preseason. Top 25 will then go to the Lone Star State and talk with the Director of Athletics for the University Interscholastic League, better known as the UIL. Susan Elza will stop in and talk about uh, football and, and athletics in general in the state of Texas. And then we wrap things up here in Southern California with Mark Soto, the founder of the Honor Bowl. The Honor Group will be putting on six big games. Some of the top teams in the country coming to Southern California. High School Football America had a big hand in helping bring IMG Academy out here to take on Corona Centennial. We also uh, had a hand in bringing out uh, St. Joseph Regional from New Jersey, the number 13 team in the preseason poll, along with St. Joseph's Prep, uh, ranked in our top 50 as well from Philadelphia. So uh, taking on some big Southern California powers here like Oaks Christian and Sarah High School from Gardena. And there's uh, six big games, 12 teams in all, playing uh, September 1st through the 3rd at Mission Viejo. So we're going to talk to Mark Soto about that. Also uh, excited tonight to announce that uh, we're now three Three days into giving away our free year, a free subscription, one year's worth to crossover. Yes, uh, football coaches need to check out the best scouting tool out there. Sign up for a demo today for the chance to win a free season of crossover football, courtesy of High School Football America and Crossover. Crossover's new data visualizations for football provide interactive tendency reports and other insightful charts that will help you evaluate your team and your opponents on both sides of the ball. Your data and statistics from every game are pulled together into a single football platform. Get a comprehensive view of your performance over the course of the season with just a few clicks. Crossover is your personal advanced scout, accessible from any PC or mobile device, and even integrates with your existing film platform platform like Huddle. Bring something new to your self-evaluation and get a scouting edge over your opponents. Go to crossover.com forward slash HSFA to sign up for a quick five-minute demo to see how it can work for your team. That's crossover with a K.com forward slash HSFA. If you sign up for a free demo before Friday, August 19th, you will be entered to win a free season of Crossover. That's Crossover with a K dot com forward slash HSFA. We are just so excited to have Crossover here as we are with our good friends at Echo 1612. Instant replay on your sidelines from the people that invented this technology. It is so, so good. So many state champs last year used Echo and it made a difference. It's a competitive edge. If your opponent is using Echo for instant replay, you're behind the eight ball because they've got something you don't have. So go to echo1612.com to learn more. You can get to Crossover and Echo by uh, clicking on the banner ads at highschoolfootballamerica.com. 
And while you're on the website checking out Echo and Crossover, why not look into getting the Debris Inhibitor Razor for your team this year? The TDI Razor. Yes, TDI Razor with a U. TDIRazor.com is where you can get up to 20 great colors. They keep the pesky rubber pellets from field turf out of your shoes and give you the great look of spatting without the high cost of tape. If you put in the code HSFA, you get a discount on your order. Again, just go to TDI Razor with a U, TDIRazor.com to learn more about the Debris Inhibitor Razor from the good folks at Southern Sport. And all of the scores this year, once again, brought to you by our partners at ScoreStream. They power our top 25 scoreboards and our state-by-state scoreboards. You can have fun and score along when you're at the game with your favorite team. Just uh, get the app in the uh, Google Play or iTunes store. You can learn more by going to scorestream.com. So this weekend when Hawaii and Alaska are playing, you can check out the scores at highschoolfootballamerica.com, courtesy of ScoreStream. And also brought to you tonight by our good friends at USA Today High School Sports. The Super 25 came out this week, and you can learn all about uh, the teams that Jim Halley uh, chose to be in the top 25 by going to usatodayhss.com. And that's a good segue into uh, what does the Super 25 look like? Uh, 34 mythical national champs crowned by USA Today's Super 25 through the years. It's the granddaddy of them all. So let's take a look at uh, the top 25 and see how it compares with the uh, the computer rankings that we put out uh, through our algorithm, and we did that last week. By the way, uh, in addition to the uh, the top 25, we have the other 25. Those are the, uh, the top 50. And then we also have our regional rankings, seven different regions. We have the top 10 there. And this week we broke out the, uh, the top private schools and the top public Public schools. We have a top 25 for the publics and privates, plus we have the other 25 bubble teams. So basically, you're looking at uh, the top 50 private schools in the nation and the top 50 public schools in the nation. So we had a lot of fun with that. Coming out uh, this week, we will have the uh, Southern California Top 25 and the California 25. But let's dive into the Super 25 from USA Today. Checking in at number one, a team that has won a couple of mythical national championships. St. Thomas Aquinas out of Fort Lauderdale, Florida, gets the number one nod from uh, Jim Halley and company at USA Today High School Sports. Max Preps also taps St. Thomas Aquinas as the number one team in the nation. High School Football America, the algorithm has them at number seven. Number two in the USA Today Super 25, Grayson out of Loganville, Georgia. They are ranked number eight in the High School Football America top 25 preseason poll. Number three from Nevada, Bishop Gorman. They are the two-time defending USA Today Super 25 mythical national champs, checking in number five in the uh, High School Football America Top 25. At number four, our number two team, and you heard him on the show last week, Kevin Wright from IMG Academy in Bradenton, Florida. Number five in the USA Today Super 25, number three in the High School Football America Top 25, Cedar Hill. Uh, Joey McGuire on the show last week, the head coach there at Cedar Hill. And by the way, if you've missed any of our high school football shows, they're all free and they're all in our archives. Just go to highschoolfootballamerica.com, click on the audio tab, and you'll be able to listen to every show we've done since uh, July 21st of 2011. Let's quickly go for, through the rest of the teams, uh, 6 through 25. American Heritage from Plantation, Florida is 6. Colrain from Cincinnati, Ohio is 7. Booker T. Washington from Miami, Florida makes it 4. Florida teams in the top 8. 
Out of Maryland at number 9 is DeMatha Catholic for the Super 25. Number 10, Lake Travis from Texas. 11, McGill Tulin from Mobile, Alabama. 12 is Katie from Texas. 13, Mallard Creek from Charlotte, North Carolina. 14 is Modern Day from Santa Ana, California. We're going through the Super 25 for USA Today, our partners at USA Today. Number 15, DeSoto from Texas. John Curtis, 2012. They shared the uh, national championship, mythical national championship from High School Football America with Allen from Texas. Number 17, Pittsburgh Central Catholic from Pennsylvania. 18, the three-time defending High School Football America. America national champs. They won it from 2012 through 2014. Again, for those of you that do not know, 12 was an opinion poll. 2013 is when we put our algorithm into effect and letting the computer do all the work. Number 19 out of Louisville, Kentucky is Trinity, the Shamrocks. Number 20, St. John Bosco, our number one team in the country from Bellflower, California. Number 21, Warren Central from Indianapolis. Pedal from Mississippi is number 22. 23 from Chandler, Arizona is Chandler High School. Number 24, Don Bosco Prep from Ramsey, New Jersey. And 25, rounding out the Super 25 for USA Today, Fort Dorchester in North Charleston. And all 16 of the 25 teams in the High School Football America Top 25 appear in the Super 25. So there you have the rankings. Check out USA Today, HSS.com. Once again this year, High School Football America and USA Today, HSS.com, combining to give you great Southern California football coverage from throughout uh, the season. All right, well, we uh, are now at that point where we start to, to load up the, uh, the interviews here. And uh, the first interviewee is David Pierce, the head coach at Northwestern High School in Rock Hill, South Carolina. Number 19 in the country. He's the longtime assistant there for the Trojans. And in just a couple of minutes, when we come back, we're going to hear from Coach Pierce, who's going to talk about uh, taking over a program that's been darn good out of Rock Hill for years. And now he's trying to carry on the tradition. David Pierce, when we come back, you're listening to High School Football America. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes, the future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com.
Field Turf rubber pellets, be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the Debris Inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. If you're scouting your opponents without Crossover's Game Film Breakdown platform, you're missing an opportunity to get a huge edge over the competition. Crossover's service lets you upload game film from your hard drive, video camera, or other websites like Huddle. Their team of football experts will then clip and tag the game with player and formation info so that when you log into your account, you can filter the clips however you'd like. They'll also automatically prepare a comprehensive tendency report and down and distance report for your staff so you can see exactly what your opponents like to call in specific situations. We all know that every coach spends countless hours preparing before a game. It's not about the time you put in, it's about what you do with that time. That's Crossover's biggest advantage. It allows you to use your prep time more efficiently and get an even deeper level of insight since you don't have to waste time setting up the film. Check them out. You're going to love them. You can sign up for a quick free demo at crossover.com forward slash football. That's crossover with a K dot com forward slash football. USA Today High School Sports is America's leading platform for high school football. The Super 25 team rankings and expert American Family Insurance All-USA list have been determining the best of the best nationally and locally for more than three decades. Be sure to check out usatodayhss.com, the best in the game for everything high school football. Jeff Fisher back on High School Football America. Glad you could join us tonight. Don't forget, uh, when we're not on the air, you can follow along throughout the week on Twitter at HSFB America. That's our handle there. Also follow along on Facebook and Instagram. Still to come on the show tonight, Susan Elza, Director of Athletics at the UIL in Texas, and Mark Soto to talk about the Honor Bowl, a great football game here in Southern California, a great football event, I should say, six big games, September 1st through the 3rd. You can learn more by going to uh, the Honor Group 
org. Starting off tonight in South Carolina, a football program that's pretty darn good and has been that way for a while. We're going to talk with David Pierce, the new head coach at Northwestern. The Trojans ranked number 19 in the country in the high school football America preseason top 25. Uh, Rock Hill, South Carolina, a hotbed of high school football that produces a lot of NFL talent is where Northwestern is uh, located. Number 19 in the preseason poll. Last year they were the uh, class 4A Division II champs, number 50 in the High School Football America Top 50 in 2015. Uh, David Pierce, a longtime assistant there, taking over for uh, Kyle Richardson, who did wonderful things with the Trojans and now is at Clemson. And right now, Coach Pierce will join us. He's on the line from Rock Hill, South Carolina. Welcome to the show, Coach. Hey, how you doing, Jess? Thanks for uh, checking in on the East Coast. Uh, always happy to. Love South Carolina. Know you guys uh, play some pretty darn good football there in, in, in Rock Hill. But let's uh, let's kind of you know dive into uh, you know the the thing that I just mentioned there, which is uh, you've been there a long time. Uh, you, you, you're taking over for a guy that won a lot of games and state titles along the way. Tell me a little bit about uh, the transition uh, between. Uh, April and now? Well, I, I have been around for 28 years. I was defensive line coach here. Uh, the past six years, I filled the capacity as, I guess, the assistant head coach uh, under Kyle Richardson. Uh, my previous boss went to Clemson University as an offensive analyst, and uh, uh, very successful, great guy to work for. He left this program in great shape. Uh, but I am the old gray-headed guy. You know, the one thing we, the one thing we're missing is the one thing I can't replace is, uh, uh Coach Christian was a great DJ, uh, great motivator. And, uh, so I'm, uh, I'm trying to fill a lot of different shoes, not just the wins and losses, but I'm trying to, you know, fill that great big personality, which he had. And, uh, but we have been, we've had a lot of success here at Northwestern. And, uh, you know, I took the job to, to, for the kids, you know, to carry on the tradition here at Northwestern and, uh, our kids are working really hard towards that. I have to ask you, DJ. I'm assuming that's disc jockey. Of course, there's no records anymore. Correct. Yeah. That's right. So, yeah, so they, what, they what made they him? They don't scratch battle anymore. <laughs> but, what uh, made him so know, good? You know, we we play music at uh, at practice. Uh, you know, our film guy is sort of our you know the guy who's running the the music. And uh, if you go to most you know pro programs, if you go to a D1 program, you know I got pictures of Clemson's DJ the other day. You know Kyle sent me a, a picture of uh, this is our DJ at practice. I'm, Man, don't rub it in, you know, because you know I'm, I'm 53 years old, but I mean I remember the 70s. I lived through the 70s, and, and no one here is listening to 70s rock and roll anymore, right? So you know, I throw on some, uh, I throw on a little Rolling Stones and some. Uh, some black Sabbath, and the kids look at me like, "No, nah, cut, that ain't gonna work, bro." Oh man! Uh, so you know, I, you know, I gotta work on my playlist, you know, and uh, we're, we're getting it done. But uh, you know, it's uh, it's hard to you know fill that big personality shoe sometimes. Uh, I get it. I'm 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 56, so I get it. Put a little Springsteen in there, really mess with the kids' heads. So, right, hey, right, little, little right. Born to run or something. Get them born to run. That, that <laughs> cover up two or three periods of practice right there. There you go. Anyway, we're talking with David Pierce tonight. We're not going to be talking about music much longer here. We're just going to transition into uh, Northwestern, the Trojans, a team out of uh, South Carolina. And uh, you, you take the reins, and, and you kind of said that, you know, you, you got some big shoes to fill, and, you know, what's not uh, broken, you don't have to fix that much. But you, you still want to put a little bit of your thumbprint on there. I mean, how would you say in camp so far um, this version is different from, you know, Kyle Richardson's version? Well, you know, being an old school guy, you know, we'd probably institute more more inside drill, probably more contact in practice. Um, you know, I accentuate, you know, you know, we talk more about team, 
you know, our, our catchphrase just says, we are Northwestern. You know, why do we do it like that? Because we are Northwestern, and that's what we do. Uh, just bringing back, you know, maybe maybe a little more just old school, you know, uh, uh, like real talk, you know, perhaps. As far as my thumbprint, you know, I've always told people, you know, it's not about me. I tell the team it's not about me. You know, it's about the team. I mean, anybody who goes to a program to make it about them or put their thumbprint on it, you know, I'm always a little dubious about that statement. But uh, I believe, you know, will there be a lot of differences? No. Personality-wise, you know, you got a different personality to head. I talk a little too much. You know, maybe you'll find out in this interview. But uh, <laughs> It's a good thing. <laughs> but, yeah, it's a good thing. You know, I'm, I'm a talker. I'm a hugger. You know, a high-fiver. Uh, so I'm putting my personality on it, but as far as, you know, plays and schemes and things like that, you know, we go with what works, you know, there's, there's no scheme that we run on the field that is based on what I want to do. It's a collaborative effort among my staff. Well, it's a radio interview, so if you didn't talk, it would make it a little tough. We're talking to David Pierce. There you Pierce go, dead air. We don't want that. <laughs> I, right. I, I even know the term. You're good at this. David I Pierce. did a little radio show back in the day. <laughs> well, that sounds good. David Pierce is the uh, head coach at Northwestern High School in Rock Hill, South Carolina, number 19 in the High School Football America uh, preseason national 25. Max Preps also has him in the uh, the top 25. Uh, last year, 14-1, and one, Class 4A Division II state title game. We're going to talk about the kids in a second, but some changes there in South Carolina as uh, a, a new classification, all the big guys going up to a, a Class 5A. Tell us how that changes the landscape in South Carolina. Uh, yeah, for years they've talked about ways to divide the state up. and, and the, They talked about travel and you know, cutting down travel between schools and uh, getting larger schools you know, paired up. And we had two divisions in four, so that we had a Division I 4A and Division II 4A, and that was always divided by the attendance zone is in your the, the number of kids in your school at the 45 day mark, and they just want to solidify it and, and go add one more classification. So what you've essentially done is sort of refigured based on school size, but you've always you've always had a, a 5A, which would be that Division One. So they just solidified that. So you know this year someone will have the opportunity to be the first 5A state champion. You can only be first once, right? All right. So, so it's, it's sort of a big deal, but it's really something, it's a system we've really kind of been under for a number of years. Now, they have changed the point system uh, with the new classifications. They got rid of uh, the way we rank people for playoffs, which is kind of tough for us because now your first six non-region games don't really count towards playoff uh, seeding. Uh, it goes by, you know, they, they already precede you by who you're going to play, what region you're going to pair up with. So that's a little, you know, that's something that we're a little worried about just because our schedule, you know, they talk about national rankings and things like that. We play six teams that could be, you know, on a computer, they could be in the top, you know, 50 teams in the nation, you know, with South Point, Dorman, Spartanburg, Gaffney, uh, uh, and Burns, of course. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll play them in the non-region. That's five of our first six games and then at the end of the season you know we we play play win one game in your region you go to the playoffs and then you'll probably have to play burns Dorman, and spartanburg again in the playoffs so you know that's a concern with the new system but i'm sure they're going to work out the kinks and uh you know we're the everybody in the state not not just northwestern we're all sort of the 
to test rabbits for this uh, this new year. <laughs> a little deja vu all over again. Uh, That's once right. in the regular season and then the playoffs. Uh, we're talking with David Pierce tonight on High School Football America, number 19 in the High School Football America Top 25 to begin the year. And as he just said, a, a, a big schedule there. Let's let's dive into uh, some of the names here, uh, some of the kids that you have coming back. I know you have a lot of offensive skill uh, coming back. Uh, Coach Richardson running the air raid. I'm assuming that you, you keep with that. And let's talk about some of the kids starting with your quarterback there who uh, had a great year last year and, and some of the kids you're looking for from leadership on this offense? Uh, Gage Maloney at quarterback. Uh, he's, uh, I believe, he's committed to Ohio University. Uh, makes great decisions. You know, that's what, you know, a head coach likes a guy who throws it to the right color jersey. He makes great decisions. I think he was 75% uh, completion rate last year. It really spreads the ball around the field and uh, a great competitor. Uh, at the back position, you don't have a tailback anymore, of course. But in, you know, at the back, we got Jerry Howard, uh, makes real good in the cylinder as far as making cuts, and a very tough kid. Uh, he's you know got multiple looks and multiple offers uh, from schools in this area. Uh, at wide receiver, we have a rising sophomore who's one of the top sophomores in the nation, and Jamario Holly. Uh, 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 Jordan Starks, uh, a kid who is a, a top shelf Division One baseball player who also plays football for us, uh, is a great uh, guy at our slot position. So we have a lot of talent uh, on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, I believe we have you know six returning starters from the state championship game. Uh, on the defensive side of the ball, we have Ollie Shockley at safety, a returning senior who just shows shows some leadership in the defensive backfield. Uh, Caleb Bryce, uh, tall kid, a lot of range, a lot of speed. And then, of course, on defense, we have Logan Rudolph, uh, made famous by his acceptance video to Clemson cutting down a tree. Uh, <laughs> at defensive end, uh, you know, great speed off the ball, uh, set a record last year for sacks at 14 and a half sacks individually and you know, helped push our team to, I think, 40 sacks, 41 sacks over the course of the season. So we've got talent on both sides, and, uh, and so far this year they're showing great leadership. And we talk about you know leading by how you what you do as opposed to what you say. So you know we uh, we're not uh, we don't talk a lot. We try to do a lot. David Pierce on the line tonight, head coach at Northwestern, taking over his first year, a long-time assistant there, and uh, trying to do what no other Trojan team has ever done, which is win back-to-back uh, state titles uh, for uh, for the school there. what? Uh, wh- where's the motivation on all of this? Uh, certainly 63 points in the title game last year, record setter, uh, says <laughs> says a lot about uh, what, what you have, and you got a lot of those guys back. So w- what is the motivation uh, and the mantra going into to 2016? Well, back in 2014, in 2013, we uh, uh, we won the state championship in 2013, and we started off the 2014 talking about be the next date, you know, win back to back, and and we feel like you know, looking back retrospectively, that you know, we sort of we put too much emphasis on that, and probably created too much pressure with that. So, you know, our emphasis in camp this summer is, you know. Show people who we are. Do something that hasn't been done before, and just be great every day. You know, every snap, every play. Do the right thing every play, and then good things will happen. We don't really. I have not hung up any signs with any national rankings. We have not sat around and talked about, you know, be the first 5A state champion. 
and trying to keep the pressure off a, a, a goal that is 16 weeks away and trying to make our goals daily. You know, I tell them before every game uh, that you don't have to be the state championship tonight. You just have to be the best team in the stadium tonight. And if we do that 15 times in a row, then state championships will come. So, uh, you know, our motivation is, first of all, game one, Crosstown rival South Point, one of the top teams in the nation. I believe they hit the Fab Five, number five team in the nation. So uh, they got the number one wide receiver in the, in the nation. So, you know, our motivation is one game at a time, first home game, first home upper against uh, our Crosstown rival, and just taking it one day at a time. And we've never had anyone uh, from the Rock Hill area on the show in, in the five years, So, but I've read a lot about football in, in that town there. Uh, kind of describe it for the listeners here. I, it, it, having never been there but reading a lot about it, it seems pretty special. Can you put it into words for us? Uh, put it into words, uh, you know, in this town, I don't have the exact numbers, and I'd hate to be quoted and misquoted because I get a thousand emails on that. But, <laughs> you know, this town probably has – uh, you know, at this school, I believe we have. I'm looking at. I'm looking at Ben Watson, Jeff Burris, uh, Jonathan uh, Joseph. Uh, let's see, Cordero Patterson, Rick Sanford, Derek Ross. I'm looking at five uh, first round draft picks from this school. Mm-hmm. Now, Rocky Hill High School and South Point have their list, and you're talking, you know, something in the area of 16 or 17 first round draft picks in one city. Uh, the number of kids who've gone to pros is a number, you know, above 20 or 25 from one city that has 75,000 people in it. So somewhere in 2013, uh, the USA Today, you know, wrote an article talking about per capita we have more football pro football players than any city of our size in the nation. So they hung the title Football City USA on it. Uh, football is big. They start in six, you know, at age six or seven and our peewee and our gray white programs. And all those kids have those role models, those people they look up to that they live next to and live in their community and come to games. And, you know, now with multimedia, you know, every kid in this town follows Ben Watson and, and Jonathan Joseph and, and Cordero Patterson at their, at wherever they're at in the pros, you know, and having pro athletes come to your weight room and work out is something that is quite normal for us. So all of our kids have that to look up to, you know. And but with great accolades and with great expectations comes, you know, great uh, sometimes great pressure. So uh, citywide, you know, football is big, and you know our community expects a lot from our football teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, to put it in a word, I would say uh, pressure. You know, I would say. Uh, it's a it's a it's it's a great place to be in, but wins and losses are are how you're judged. And you know we try to we press academics here. We have a program that has a team GPA of a 3.1. Uh, we have zero failures and we have a 100% graduation rate. And that really that's really something we pump up. You know, trying to we're not trying to tamp down Football City USA, uh, but we try to really build up the academics too and try to push that with our kids because, you know, we talk about the future. And a lot of our kids, when they're six and seven years old, they want to come to the games and, and you know, they want to see those pro athletes, the future pro athletes. And I've coached in games where uh, eight Division One players are standing on the field 
and three or four of them are going to be millionaires someday. And that's what our young kids see on Friday nights. Uh, and all the schools in this town really push academics and really tell them that that opportunity doesn't come if they don't do it in the classroom. So it's a great city to work in. Uh, it's, a, it's a great place for football because this town loves it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, I, every Friday night I walk out onto a football field and say, this is a real cool way to make a living. Uh, <laughs> I think that's a good way to st- stop and end that part because it's well said there. And, yeah, like, uh, like you said there, uh, they haven't changed it. It's still student-athlete. It's not athlete-student. And congratulations on having the academic side of things. So let's wrap up here as we're talking to uh, Coach David Pierce of Northwestern. Uh, you're, you're in camp. You're, you're getting closer and closer to the, the, the start of the season in that first game uh, against South Point. What are the things that you're looking for out of this team that you definitely say has the talent to do it again? What are you looking for in camp to let you know that they are ready to meet the challenge that's in front of them? Well, we had a scrimmage last night. Uh, we went off and scrimmaged uh, in the Columbia area and had three teams we worked against. And uh, uh, right now, uh, we're seeing that we're making good decisions. We we got a lot of stuff we have to to clean up. Uh, but you know, right now in camp, we're making good steps towards that. Our kids are really dedicated. We had uh, our summer program, which runs. For, uh, you know, three months, our kids really bought into that, and we had over 50 kids that had 37 workouts in a, in a two-month period. So the kids are in shape, uh, and they're they're doing the right things. We just we're working on technical stuff right now, just trying to uh, trying to work out the kinks, and getting ready for that big home opener. Well, Coach, we appreciate you joining us on the show tonight. I know the pressure is big, but I think you're going to have fun with it and enjoy 2016. Best of luck, and thanks for joining us tonight. Thank you very much. Thanks for calling. Very welcome. Taking a break, coming back, heading to Texas, talking to the head of the UIL, Susan Elza. When we come back, you're listening to High School Football America. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes. The future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's instant replay sideline system to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com. Field turf rubber pellets, be gone. 
The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the Debris Inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. If you're scouting your opponents without Crossover's Game Film Breakdown platform, you're missing an opportunity to get a huge edge over the competition. Crossover's service lets you upload game film from your hard drive, video camera, or other websites like Huddle. Their team of football experts will then clip and tag the game with player and formation info so that when you log into your account, you can filter the clips however you'd like. They'll also automatically prepare a comprehensive tendency report and down and distance report for your staff so you can see exactly what your opponents like to call in specific situations. We all know that every coach spends countless hours preparing before a game. It's not about the time you put in, it's about what you do with that time. That's Crossover's biggest advantage. It allows you to use your prep time more efficiently and get an even deeper level of insight since you don't have to waste time setting up the film. Check them out. You're going to love them. You can sign up for a quick free demo at crossover.com forward slash football. That's crossover with a K dot com forward slash football. USA Today High School Sports is America's leading platform for high school football. The Super 25 team rankings and expert American Family Insurance All-USA list have been determining the best of the best nationally and locally for more than three decades. Be sure to check out usatodayhss.com, the best in the game for everything high school football. Jeff Fisher back here on High School Football America. If you missed any of our interview with uh, Northwestern's David Pierce, the uh, number 19 team in the country, the Trojans out of South Carolina, please feel free to go back into our archives at highschoolfootballamerica.com. All right, time to go to the Lone Star State and talk to the head of athletics of the University Interscholastic League, better known as the UIL. Dr. Susan Elza is on the line. She has uh, just wrapped up her first year of uh, heading the UIL, and we're going to talk a lot about football, the championship games coming back to AT&T, and athletics in general in the state of Texas, because no one does it like the state of Texas. Welcome to the show, Susan. 
Hey, thanks for having me. I'm I'm excited to be here. Well, I, I'm excited to have you on here, and uh, you know I, I've spent some, a good amount of time in the state of Texas, and have learned that you know football there is unlike any other state. But before we dive into that, one of the things that I wanted to talk about is kind of your role uh, there as the director of athletics at the UIL. Um, you know, obviously you're a woman that changes things up a little bit, and I think that's where I'd love to start. Which is, you know, everybody knows uh, my wife and I always talk about this. A female touch is always good, so. You You've been there one year. What are some of the things uh, that you've done in your first year at the uh, UIL to uh, to try and change things or make it better or make it all about the student athletes in the schools? Well, I think that, you know, the, the, the past year, July 20th, was my one-year anniversary with the UIL. And, and the past year, just it was a whirlwind, to say the least. And uh, and, and I'm going to use a, a Texas term here. You can tell by my, my southern accent. That I am Texas through and through, you but are. you know it was like drinking out of a drinking out of a fire hose for <laughs> for a solid year. Uh, but there there's nothing negative in that statement because it was it was absolutely positive all the way around. And um, you know, as far as what we were able to do in the first year, you know, it, it wasn't there was nothing broken about the UIL process. You know, for me, it's just about the the value lies within the relationships that you have with the coaches and the schools. And um, I think that, you know, that was probably the focus for the first year uh, for, for me personally was to go out and build relationships and to get in front, in front of as many, you know, coaches and leaders that I could of schools and, and visit about what, you know, what they, what they like about the UIL and what they'd like to see change. Uh, those, are, those are volatile conversations, as you could imagine. But uh, it, it was a very positive first year, and, and uh, you know, we're, we're headed in a great direction as far as, you know, just getting the feedback from our schools so we can be more effective for them. Sure. We're talking with Susan Elza tonight, uh, the Director of Athletics of the UIL in Texas. She's a graduate of uh, Waco Midway, Midway High School. Uh, you participated in basketball, track, and softball, so you get uh, what it's like to be a student athlete in the state of Texas. How much does that help you now that you've been, you're all grown up and, uh, and leading the state in sports? You know, I, it, there's it, what's unique about me though is the sport that I was the probably the best at was was softball. And, it, and at the time, whenever I was in school, because I am old, uh, <laughs> it, softball was not a recognized UIL sport. Uh, but the beauty of that was the year that I graduated from college, which I actually played uh, college softball at Southwest Texas State University in San Marcos, Texas. Uh, UIL added softball that year, so I came right out of college and became a head coach uh, of a UIL sport. And um, I would say that, that, you know, you know, being a participant in basketball and track in high school was one thing, but, you know, also, you know, coaching and uh, being a part of UIL in that way has so much value because I, what I call it is, is you get in the trenches and you, you know what our coaches and, and our players and, and all the things that they're dealing with, um, you know, as far as it, as it pertains to UIL, it all, it all comes together for you because you, you know what's, You've been there, done that, I guess, for lack of a better term. No, I agree with you on that. Susan Elza, the uh, UIL Director of Athletics on High School Football America tonight, brought to you by USA Today High School Sports. Um, let's k- kind of talk the 30,000 view here. So if someone comes up to you and says, Susan, you know, what, what's your philosophy? What's your vision when it comes to high school athletics in the state of Texas and the modern-day athlete? You know, what would you say? How would you answer that in the, the quick elevator pitch? Uh, you know, we just want to offer, you know, our, our rules are, are what make us unique. And um, that's, it's it's no question, it would be arguable among other states, but within Texas everybody agrees that, you know, we offer some of the premier sports in the state. 
you know, football, basketball, baseball, softball. I mean, I track and field, uh, tennis, golf, all the ones. And if I missed any, I didn't mean to. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's just such an honor to be a part of that. So being in Texas, you know, you want to make sure that, that the rules are, are shaping the programs and um, that there's level playing fields, but, you know, that there's, there's you know, our programs offer kids an opportunity to, to excel and get better at whatever level they are, you know, whether they're just, you know, just a kid that just goes out and enjoys playing or they're, they're ones that have goals to, you know, to, to go beyond high school and, and participate in college and, you know, heck, we're, it's in the Olympics now. If they want to go on and do that, we want to provide programs that have the quality um, that they need to, to excel to the next level. And you mentioned the rules there, and you follow NCAA rules. Talk about uh, uh, why that exists in the state of Texas. Uh, you're only one of two in the nation that, that follow NCAA guidelines. Uh, what, how does that benefit uh, the state and, and high school football and high school sports in general? You know, it's um, that that to me is one of the things that does make us unique in, in, in football. And, and, you know, football started in Texas way back in 1892. And um, it really was a recognized sport probably among high schools back in the 1920s, I believe, was the date. Um, at that time, you know, there was no national federation. That's what all the other states follow are the national federation rules. And uh, so what we recognized was that, you know, that the college football rules existed, and, and that's what we started following. Uh, we had some junctures where we could have changed. I, I believe the National Federation started up in 1969, and we could have changed over. But we felt like that the, the NCAAs or rules are what, what we started with. They, what, they're what fit our game uh, the best, and, and so we stuck with it. I mean, uh, as you know, we, we have exceptions to some of the rules as they fit the high school game. But um, I do think that's a bragging route for the state of Texas that, that we do follow the NCAA rules, and, and, uh, and we like the, the uniqueness of it. And, 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 again, how it all came about was just, National Federation hadn't started when football started in the state. And let's talk a little bit about your love of the game of high school football. Uh, I know you were assistant athletic director there at Allen, uh, our three-time national champs back in 2012, 13, and 14. Uh, I guess you can't grow up in Texas without liking football at some level, but uh, tell us a little bit about your passion for the the, the sport of high school football. Well, uh, you know, uh, way back in 1996, uh, Todd Graham had hired me, and Todd is now the, the head football coach at Arizona State, and he had hired me as a head softball coach and eventually made me assistant athletic director there at Allen. And when I came in, what's unique about me is that when I came into that job, they, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of office there. This is where Allen had built all their, their facilities. And uh, so I office with the football coaches. And, um, you know, I, I learned a ton about the game of football, but I also learned a ton about leadership and, uh, and how, how – football coaches run their program from top to bottom and you know I, I probably had a great passion for football just period in general just just being a fan of the game uh but once you once you spend time with coaches and uh in those close quarters and, and you're watching all those offensive and defensive films and watching how they they prepare uh for the game and how they prepare kids for the game you, you get a whole nother level of appreciation for it and and um you know, that time there at Allen really shaped, um, you know, my my belief in, in how important uh, the game of football is. And, and um, you know, it's it's a blast now to be in the role that I am and and, uh, and, and leading that, that, that program in our state. 
Talking to uh, Susan Elza tonight, the UIL Director of Athletics, uh, talking football and all sports here. Her vision uh, in a unique position of running uh, one of the best states in the country when it comes to high school athletics. And I've gone on the record of saying uh, there's there's nothing better as far as football. I haven't seen the other sports, but football, you guys do it right. Um, Susan, you know, obviously you talked about you were there before the big stadium was built. You know, that the, the Taj Mahal is beautiful. I love that there. And you're getting more and more of the, the new facility in Frisco and all that. What, what, what do you see? as you look across the landscape of Texas and you see, you know, bigger and better kind of being the, uh, the, the word of the, or the phrase of the day, I guess. You know, I, it's, uh, you know, it's kind of one of those things, you know, it's, everybody wants to keep up with everybody and everybody wants to, to have the same opportunity for their kids to play in those, those great big stadiums. But I, I do have to, you know, show the appreciation too. There, there's some stadiums in this state that that maybe aren't as big or as grand, but um, they dang sure have a lot of nostalgia to them that that to me count equally. So you know, across the board, whether we've got whether we've got those brand new shiny ones that are just you know gigantic and you know everybody's in awe of how much money we spend on stadiums in this state, or we've got the ones that date back to the you know the 70s and the 80s that you know that, that really nothing's changed in those stadiums. Uh, I think just the tradition that we have in general is just—it's it, just so it's such a, a fun thing to be a part of and, and to learn about because, you know, I, what I'm learning on this job is that every turn there's a story, and uh, you know, as I'm speaking to you right now, we're we're headed to to Katie um, to speak to their coaches, and um, you know, you, you just think of the history across this state of all the football programs, and um, again. The stadiums are cool, but uh, they're—it's just—it's just a part of it, and it's a part of being in Texas. Yeah, and and one of the things too, and I've learned this through Jason Strunk, who writes the turnaround for us, and all the other coaches that I've had on the show. And by the way, Terry Gamble, for the new head coach at Allen, will be on next week's show. Um, coaching in Texas is different too, I, and I—I've heard every coach say, "I'm a Texas high school football coach, and I'm proud of that." Um, what is it that makes? Texas so unique for the coach and, and, and why is he able to flourish and, and, and make it a, a career unlike any place else where you know you're, you may be making two or three thousand dollar stipends to, to coach and put in just as much work as they put in in Texas ah, you know I'll go back to the history I mean and you know and please tell Gamble I said hello Gamble's a you know I worked with him at Allen and, and then he went on to coach at my alma mater Midway um, you know this the, the coaching the coaching world here in in Texas, and and you know, I'll keep it specific to football. It's a it's a huge brotherhood, and and you know, I guess now that I've joined it, it's brotherhood and a sisterhood. But <laughs> it's uh, there, you know, there's such a deep respect for the game, and there's such a deep deep respect for every coach. I mean, what I what I've always been amazed by is you know, everybody thinks that that, that football coaches have you know these huge egos that perceive them and uh, but what I have seen over the years in my role as, as athletic director is that these coaches, they get in rooms and they collaborate with each other and they, they borrow, you know, the offensive things, the defensive things that they can from, you know, every level of coach, whether it's a, it's a top coach that goes to state like Joey McGuire um, that has a program that has a shot at, at legitimately making it to the final game every year. Um, he, he gets in with any coach that he can talk to that he thinks it'll benefit his program. And that, that's what I appreciate about it. It's not about the 6A versus the 1A, you know, the 6A being the better and the 1A not, you know, 
being as a, a value, it has value across every classification that we have here. And I, and I think it's a tribute to the coaches and to, to you know, how they feel a, um, a sense of pride in, in carrying on the torch, um, you know, in the game of football and, and making sure that the, that the brotherhood remains um, and, and where, they, where they take care of each other and they help and support each other in their endeavors to, to make their programs better. Talking to Susan Elza tonight on the uh, High School Football America radio show, director of athletics for the UIL in Texas. Uh, let's talk about some of the things that are on the to-do list or some of the things that uh, you believe, uh, and we'll start specifically with football. What, what is facing um, you know, high school football in Texas right now that you're, you know, is on the radar where you say, we gotta, we got to watch this, we may have to do this, we may have to tweak this, uh, any of those topics? You know, um, the, the, the safety of the game is, I think, is something that's always going to be a topic. And, and um, you know, I, we, we talk about this all the time, and especially when I'm, you know, with Texas High School Coaches Association, DW and Joe, and I'm in front of their board of directors, uh, which all those guys obviously are football coaches. I mean, we the, the game is safer than it's ever been. I mean, the equipment and, um, you know, the, the, the precautions that are taken, uh, for, for the limited contact during the week. I mean, a lot of coaches were doing that anyways before it was put into place. But, um, you know, it's safe. Our coaches are safe. I think our coaches do a great job of, of teaching, uh, you know, the, the, the safety tactics, you know, that go along with tackling and, and all of that. And But I think we've got to keep an eye on it. I mean, we don't want to see a decline in this game because out of fear. Um, and I think it's just as much about promoting what, what great things we are doing with the safety um, for, for Texas specifically, uh, 4A and below, uh, we have six, you know, six classifications and 4A and below, um, you know, we have split conferences, which means that they're, they're division one and two, um, before they're even, you know, before they go to the playoffs. And in 5A and 6A, they, they break off into division one and two after you qualify for the playoffs. And we're, we're, uh, have a survey that's going out to see if 5A and 6A are interested in the split conference, um, uh, division in football. Uh, what that essentially means is you, you've got the, the larger schools playing the larger schools all season long instead of a, a mix during your district, um, you know, your district play. So uh, those are some topics that are coming up, and, and you know how it is. It's an ever-changing world, and, and a new topic will, you know, will show its face as soon as tomorrow comes. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Susan Elza on the line from the UIL, the Director of Athletics. Uh, I know you speak uh, to coaches all the time. How much interaction do you have with the student-athletes? And, and, and the question beyond that would be, uh, if you do a lot of that or even a little bit of that, do you, what do you hear from the student-athlete? What's their voice about in, in the state in 2016? You know, we, uh, we, our, probably our biggest interaction with the student-athletes is at our state championship games. And, um, but we, we are making a, a, a big effort this year to, to go out and to see more of our, uh, pra- you know, practices and, um, uh, you know, just regular season games or district games and things like that. And, um, you know, the, 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 the kids are what it's all about. You know, that's what I've always said when I made the transition out of coaching and into athletic administration. I mean, it's the kids are the fun part of this. When you have to start dealing with the adults, it's, it's not near as fun. And, and, and I say that tongue in cheek. No, amen. I agree. It's, um, <laughs> but they, but they, you know, they have the sparkle in their eye, and they, they have the, the desire to, to get better. And, and you know, you, you to see them develop and you know within their game. I mean, I, I personally miss that. And so when you when you're, you're 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 meeting an athlete, a lot of times you're just either you know getting to see them go through their reps, or uh, you know you're actually watching. Them participate in a state semifinal game or a state final game and 
and um, they just inspire me. I mean, that's what we're all here for. And you know, every time we get a chance to talk to to coaches, we talk about your 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 center and your focus should be to make kids better. And um, you know, and when we talk to kids, you know, the opportunities that we do get. We're, we're telling them how proud we are of them, but to set their goals high and, and not accept second best, you know. And it's it's uh, like I said, we we don't get enough time with kids, and and uh, but they're they're what they're the reason we're here. Yeah, I mean, there's there's that's the bottom line. They are the reason that we are here. Yep, it is. Uh, it's the backbone of the sport. They are the backbone of the sport. We're talking with Susan Elza, UIL director of athletics. Couple more questions before we let you go, and we appreciate your time here on the show tonight. Uh, the state championship games coming back to AT and T Stadium after a year in Houston because of the scheduling conflict uh, last year. Uh, how happy are you to have the the championships back? In, in the Metroplex? Well, let's throw a little of the NRG. I, I think our state championship games were, were absolutely outstanding there. Our, our attendance was down, which, you know, it always it, it leaves that up to the, to the debate of, of uh, why, you know. And, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to enter into that debate, but, um, but I will tell you this. Um, we are very excited to go back to AT&T. Um, we, you know, obviously we, we had the press release uh, there at the stadium. The Jones family is is second to none in their support of, of high school sports, and um, and we're anxious to go back. I mean, I we uh, as an athletic director of schools, we had played games there at AT and T and and loved it. So now that I'm the uh, director of athletics for UIL and and in charge of the of the football, um, it'll it's going to be fun in, in preparation for that. Uh, you know, I, I I don't know if you know this or not, but this will be the first time that we've had our one A games there, our six man games. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, so it's going to be Wednesday through Saturday, a whole heck of a lot of football and, and, um, I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm excited for the season in general, cause it's, it's just a blast to, to see how our teams, you know, compete week in and week out. And, and, uh, as we get closer and closer to it, I, I know that the, you know, that, that it just across the state, the excitement just continues to increase. Yeah, there's nothing like it, as I've told our listeners. I, I'm, a, I'm a, pal, a proud Pennsylvania boy, uh, even though I'm out in Southern California. And I used to brag up our our brand of football and our state championship games in Hershey. And then in 2010, I, uh, I went to AT&T and uh, ate a little crow, and I will never, ever say. And it's no respect, <laughs> disrespect to the other 49, but there is nothing like a Texas sure. high school football championship game in AT&T. And uh, before we let it's you go, like, yeah, it, it, it unlike anything else, you got it. It's got to be on somebody's bucket list if you're a high school football fan. So before we uh, wrap up here, I, I just want to kind of switch out of football and just go in general. Uh, as you said, you know, it's the boys' club now with a, a lady in there. Uh, yep. H- how does your position there in the UIL help um, others uh, that that see that? Hey, Susan Elza did this. She started out; she was a student athlete, and then she went to college and played softball, and you know went to become an athlete, a head coach, athlete. How, how do you think that's going to inspire people? Or what are you, what is your message to other young ladies out there that may just be in high school to say, hey, uh, dream this or go for this? What, do you have a philosophy on that? Well, I'll give you two answers on that one. The first answer is, um, you know, for all my friends that know Susan Elza, they're like, well, I think that what it says to them is, uh, well, if Susan Elza can do it, anybody can do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> oh, yeah, but, uh, but seriously, um, the, the one thing that you, you know, above and my platform I've always said is to not you know is not to not touch on the 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 point that I'm a woman as much as is you know I'm I'm a different you know I come from a different background I'm I'm maybe not a football coach and um 
uh, I think that that can inspire, you know, the two two layers there. I mean, women that aspire to be in, in top leadership roles that are, you know, maybe typically held by men, you know, they there there shouldn't be any reason that that should be anybody's focus. But if it is, don't let that be a reason that you think you can't accomplish anything. And then and then second fold is just you know, it's just it, that you don't have to to coach a certain sport to to be effective. Um, I, I think that all coaches have the abilities to, to get into roles and be, you know, outstanding leaders because that's really what it comes down to, to be able to to have the opportunities to serve in these roles. And I'm humbled and, and grateful for the opportunity. And, and if it inspires people, um, you know, I'm, I'm happy for that too. But I, I always think it's about shaping yourself as a person and as a leader. And um, if you do all those things and all the things that you have set for yourself will fall into place. And, and that, that's what exactly what has, has happened for me. A lot of support and a lot of people that have inspired me and, and uh, pushed me to, to get to these points. And like I said, I'm, I was blessed enough to, to get this job and, and uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the best I can with it. Well, Susan, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you're on the road going to Katie there. I appreciate you taking the time to, to stop and talk with us and educate us about what's going on in Texas. Congratulations on, uh, on your success to get to this level. I know things are going to be great to, as you move forward. So thank you for joining us on the show tonight. Hey, thanks for having me. I certainly appreciate it. Very welcome. Taking a break, coming back as we come out here to Southern California. You're going to talk the Honor Bowl, honoring veterans with six big high school football games in one spot. That story, when we come back, you're listening to High School Football America. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes, the future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com. Field turf rubber pellets, be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, 
and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the Debris Inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. If you're scouting your opponents without Crossover's Game Film Breakdown platform, you're missing an opportunity to get a huge edge over the competition. Crossover's service lets you upload game film from your hard drive, video camera, or other websites like Huddle. Their team of football experts will then clip and tag the game with player and formation info so that when you log into your account, you can filter the clips however you'd like. They'll also automatically prepare a comprehensive tendency report and down and distance report for your staff so you can see exactly what your opponents like to call in specific situations. We all know that every coach spends countless hours preparing before a game. It's not about the time you put in, it's about what you do with that time. That's Crossover's biggest advantage. It allows you to use your prep time more efficiently and get an even deeper level of insight since you don't have to waste time setting up the film. Check them out. You're going to love them. You can sign up for a quick free demo at crossover.com forward slash football. That's crossover with a K dot com forward slash football. USA Today High School Sports is America's leading platform for high school football. The Super 25 team rankings and expert American Family Insurance All-USA list have been determining the best of the best nationally and locally for more than three decades. Be sure to check out usatodayhss.com, the best in the game for everything high school football. All right, the last stop on the show tonight across the country from South Carolina, made a stop in Texas. We now land here in Southern California for a big weekend of football, September 1st through the 3rd. It's known as the Honor Bowl this year. Twelve big teams, six games at Mission Viejo High School, all benefiting veterans. It just keeps getting bigger and better as Mark Soto, the founder of the Honor Bowl, is on the line now to talk about uh, this year's event. It, it just keeps getting bigger and better been a lot of fun working with uh, Mark Soto who asked if I could uh, help out a little bit and I was more than happy to volunteer the Rolodex to get some of the top teams in the country uh, out here uh, calling Kevin Wright at IMG who was on the show last week they're number two in the top 25 for high school football America called Augie Hoffman from St. Joseph Regional in Montvale New Jersey they're number 13 in the national rankings uh, St. Joseph's Prep out of Philadelphia number 34 uh, Gabe Infante coming out here and had a lot of fun uh, working with those guys to to get them 
them out here and see what uh, kind of brand Southern California plays uh, when it comes to high school football. So it's going to be great. Six games over three days, September 1st through September 3rd. Great venue. Uh, Mission Viejo, Bob Johnson, the head coach there, uh, loves his military. And each and every year, Mission Viejo does something. So it was only natural that uh, Mission Viejo would team up with the Honor Bowl. And Mark Soto is here to talk about uh, what's going to be another great year. I think you've outdone yourself, Mark. Thank you, Jeff. You've been a great friend, and uh, it's always great being on your show. Well, we appreciate you and uh, everything you guys do for uh, our veterans and, and, and educating our young men uh, about uh, the military, and we'll, we'll get to that in a second. But i, I got to just hop into this, and I'm going to... Just going to hop into the schedule here so everybody knows what's going on out here. It's a it's an incredible lineup uh, starting on Thursday night at Mission Viejo High School. Uh, one game that night, and it's Cathedral Catholic out of San Diego taking on Central Catholic from Modesto, the four-time state champs. That's a great matchup starting at 7.30. You can get all the tickets online at thehonorgroup.org. And then on Friday, St. Joseph's Prep from Philadelphia, nationally ranked against one of the best in Southern California this year. Oaks Christian. That game will start at 5 o'clock at Mission Viejo High School uh, on September the 2nd. That'll be followed by the host team, the Mission Viejo Diablos, the defending state champs in uh, the CIF. Uh, They won it last year, taking on Oak Hills. That one will be at 8 o'clock, and uh, all of these games will be streamed on uh, the NFHS network. And then... And then that will be followed up on Saturday with three big games, starting with number 13, St. Joseph Regional out of Montville, New Jersey, taking on Sarah High School, the Cavaliers from Gardena, California, followed up with Helix versus Clayton Valley, a great matchup, uh, North versus South, and then the granddaddy of them all, the big one, Corona Centennial, ranked number 27 in the High School Football America National Rankings, taking on number two, IMG Academy from Florida. That game will be streamed on uh, Fox Sports West. So uh, just a great lineup. And the big question is, Mark, how the heck did you pull it off? Wow. Um, well, with good friends and good relationships. And, <laughs> and uh, uh, that's how we did it. And, and you're one of those guys, Jeff. You've been a great friend to our cause. You love our mission and the mission to educate students, coaches, and communities about the needs of our military veterans. And, you know, I always hate being called a promoter when, when uh, uh, you know, people, uh, reporters talk to me and they say, Coach, you know, what's it like being a promoter and putting on this event? I say, man, I'm not a promoter. I'm a dad. I'm a coach. Uh, uh, you know, I wear my heart on my sleeve, and I really, really want to, help our veterans and 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 the coaches and the and the student athletes of America get it and that's why this uh football showcase has grown to be one of the best in the nation it's because they get it they know we're pure they know that we're not a a promoter that's running away with a ton of money all the money is going back to help our military veterans and uh and I think that's the reason why the event has been growing so much each year yeah, no, and, and that's the reason that High School Football America is involved because we've seen what you've been able to do for the veterans. You can learn about the uh, the Honor Bowl, and we're going to talk about tickets here in a second. Uh, go to thehonorgroup.org. Mark Soto on the line. The game, six of them, September 1st through the 3rd. Just come to Southern California. It's a decent place and these great games. Let's let's start with the, the big one at the top and kind of walk our way back. Um, when, when you and I were talking, I don't even remember when it was, and you said, Jeff, boy, it'd be great to get some, some of these teams from outside the state of 
California here. I said, well, Kevin Wright, our good friend there uh, at IMG, is looking for games. W what do you think? And I, I know you've taken the trip to IMG. Tell us a little bit about um, you know landing one of the, the – obviously, they fall on two sides. Some go, oh, IMG, they're taking kids from all over the country. The others say, mm -hmm. well, you know what? They're just doing it right. So what's your take on IMG, and how'd you get them here? You know, one of the greatest visits that we take every year, well, what we do every year is we make sure that we go and visit the teams that are playing in the event so that we can talk to the coaches and the athletes about why they're going to be in the Honor Bowl. And we, we, we vet them. We make sure that they understand that to us it's more than just a football game. It's about them coming out and being a part of a mission, about a, a story, about their, the innocence of their athletes' athleticism giving back to a cause. And, and when they get that, they understand why they're taking the trip to be in the Audible. Now, with IMG, we went out there and spent a couple of days with them because I wanted to express that to Coach Wright and his staff and his student-athletes about why they are being invited to be in the Audible. Um I got to tell you, I was so impressed by IMG and, 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 and the way that they run their school and the way they run their operation and how professional and well-behaved all the athletes were. Um, they get it. And, and, and that's, that school, as you know, you hear all the rumors and you hear all the stuff that's going on, uh, recruiting and all that stuff. Hey, you got to be special to go to IMG. And number two, you got to be a special athlete to make make it through their scholastic program. Mm -hmm. It is not easy. And it's college prep from the day you hit the ground there. And uh, I was honored to spend two days out there and, and meet them and, and get to know their athletes. And I'm more than excited about having them out here. Now, with Centennial, they've been in our event for, what, um, this will be our fourth, fifth year with Centennial? And every year when they're walking on that field after the Honor Bowl, they say, Coach, Please invite us back. Please. They just love the education that their kids get at the event. It's more than just a football game to these guys, and they get it. And so that game is going to be amazing to see. One of the best in the nation. Yeah, it absolutely will be. And uh, when we did our algorithm, I felt a little bad. The Corona Centennial fell just outside of the top 25. But, folks, this is going to be a dandy ball game. Uh, talking the Honor Bowl 2016, Mission Viejo High School in Southern California. And Mission Viejo, September 1st through the 3rd. Six big games, 12 great teams. And I think that's probably a good segue into uh, Bob Johnson, the head coach at Mission Viejo, who uh, has welcomed you with open arms. I know they have, uh, have had a tie with the military. It's a perfect marriage between the two. Tell me a little bit about the relationship with Coach Johnson and, and how the uh, moving it to Mission Viejo is going to make it bigger and better for you. I love Coach Johnson. He's become a very good friend of mine. Um, we talk a lot. We talk weekly. And sometimes we just talk to say, hey, man, how's it going? Um, he's got a, a, a pure heart for our, our nation's veterans. He even has a relative that had passed while he was in the military. I think it was World War II or, or uh, the Korean War that passed. So he gets it. He understands the mission behind us. And when we told him that we wanted to take this to another venue in the L.A. region, 
man, he called us and he, he was like, Coach, please bring it to my school. Please bring it to my school. And so we talked about it. We've been meeting with his boosters. We've been meeting with the school officials, the uh, school administration, and all of them have been working so hard to make this event a success. And I, I got to tell you, man, this is going to be the best Honor Bowl ever. I have no doubt until next year when you make it bigger and better. <laughs> my, 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 as long as it doesn't kill you first, but that's just a whole other thing. Folks, so you, true, yo, you work around the clock on this one, I know, and this is not your primary job, and you are not a promoter. You're here to, to showcase the veterans, and uh, let's let's not leave out a couple of the other teams uh, coming from the East, uh, both that we had a hand in uh, to, to bring them out there. Uh, Augie Hoffman, yeah. number 13 in the country. I had him on the show a couple of weeks ago. He is just completely sky high. He's excited excited to bring kids that some of them haven't even been out of the New York, New Jersey area to California. Yeah. And I know you've yeah. enjoyed Augie. Tell me a little bit about what you've liked about him and in, in educating him about the honor bowl. Well, you know, Augie is another coach that wears his heart on his sleeve, loves his athletes. We went out there and visited him too. We've got some great video on our Twitter page. If anybody wants to watch it of Augie and some of his history with a dear friend of his that committed suicide, who was in the military from, from the, as a result of PTSD. So he's got a, a, a great heart. His, his athletes are really excited about traveling out here. I was talking to him last week. And he wanted to know what beaches to visit because a lot of these kids have never been out of, you know, like you said, New Jersey. And to be able to travel out to California, he wanted to take him to a special beach. So, you know, he's just a great guy. He's got a great football team. Uh, the school is excited about coming out here. They raised a ton of money to help pay their trip. And so uh, we're really excited about that Saturday morning matchup against Sarah Gardena. And, man, I mean, what a game to start off the third day of the Honor Bowl. Uh, three great games that are just, uh, I feel, the best in high school football for that week, um, back-to-back. Um, it's going to be a fun time having Augie and his team out here. Yeah, and, and we've got to bring in Scott Altenberg to the conversation at this point at Sarah. He's been a longtime participant in the Honor Bowl, and he's not afraid to duck anybody, <laughs> just like Matt really Logan. Uh, tell me a little bit about uh, uh, your long relationship with Scott as it relates to the Honor Bowl. Another great friend. I mean, him and I basically met through the Honor Bowl. And over the years that we have been working together with his team, being in the Honor because every year, 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 they bring it, and they're not afraid to play anybody. So um, we're excited about having Scott back. He's got a great football team, some really strong uh, return starters coming back. Uh, that's going to be a heck of a game to start off that Saturday morning, a 12 o'clock game out here, and we made it a 12 o'clock game to help the New Jersey guys out. And Scott wasn't really happy about it because that's a that's an early <laughs> game for them when they're used to be playing at 7.30, right? Yep. Um, we moved them we moved into that 8 o'clock slot to help out the New Jersey team because they're going to be dealing with that time, uh, you know, from the East Coast to the West Coast. So, you know, Scott didn't have a problem with it. He said, Coach, I'm honored to be in the Honor Bowl. We love it every year. And so um, – 
here they are playing at 12 o'clock against, uh, I think it's going to be a great barn burner game to start the third day of high school football for the Honorable. Yeah, absolutely. And you and I talk long and hard about that when you bring these East Coast teams out uh, uh, here. you got to do some special things. And uh, let's let's not forget the, uh, the the third member and also playing a, a longtime honor group, uh, uh, honor team, honor bowl team in Oaks Christian, uh, St. Joseph's Prep. Love Gabe Infante. He's done wonderful things wow. there in Philadelphia. Yeah. Uh, that's a dandy yeah. matchup on Friday before Oaks, uh, Oaks Hill and, uh, uh, and uh, Mission Viejo. I had a great talk with Gabe. See, a lot of these teams that are coming out from the East Coast are also going to be experiencing what we call the Camp Pendleton experience, where they're able to go into Camp Pendleton, meet the Marines, uh, get talked to by Marine Command, and then um, get to see the weaponry that our um, our military used to uh, protect us here at home. So they're going to be getting that experience. But Gabe, he tells me last week, he said, Coach, I want you to know that we are coming out there to win, period. We are coming out there to win this game. We do not want to lose this game. And I just started laughing, Gabe, and I, I said to Coach, and I said, Coach Infante, let me tell you something, buddy. It's an honor to have you out here. Win or lose, we are excited about having your team out here. And i got to tell you, have you heard about the running back they got coming out this year? Oh, we talked I'm, about him last week, DeAndre Swift. Oh, he is a good one. Oh, my Lord. And so that is going to be the second day, uh, marquee, one of the nightcap games of uh, our Friday night Honor Bowl. Um, to have them here and to see DeAndre out here playing it's going to be a wonderful treat for the West Coast fans. Oh, yeah, and i, I got to admit, I'll be uh, flying the Pennsylvania flag. You can take the boy out of Pennsylvania, but not Pennsylvania out of the boy. I, I apologize in advance to uh, the Lions, but uh, I'm going for the Hawks. <laughs> i gotta, got to got, 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 got to be East Coast proud when it comes to East versus West. Mark Soto on the line tonight, and uh, we're having a lot of fun with the matchups, but let's uh, you know get into the real seriousness of this. You mentioned the, the trip to Pendleton for some of these teams and, and the ones that have done it in the past. But uh, this this is serious business, and and I know you get very emotional when it comes to this side of the of the coin, which is why the Honor Bowl was created, why the Honor Group exists. So uh, let's uh, educate the listeners who haven't heard you over the last three or four years on our show. Talk about why this really exists. Yeah, well, my two boys, my my two sons, you know, went early enlistment out of high school. They played football for me when they were in high school. And uh, they went early enlistment into the military, and both of them saw terrible combat. They were both went infantry. One went as a Marine. The other one is a, a United States Army soldier. And they both saw the worst of the worst. They saw friends killed, friends wounded. Uh, one of the friends I, I had an opportunity to eulogize. He was a, a, a killed in action Marine. Actually played football for me, too. So... Um, that's where the heart of this event comes from. It comes from a, a passionate dad, football coach, uh, two marine or two uh, military sons that saw the worst of the worst, and uh, uh, you know both of them suffer from PTSD today, and and uh, that's where we want to you know educate these students and these coaches and all these communities that come out to the event. Um, they will see some greatness. On that, when it comes to on the on the football field, when it comes to what we do in the honor bowl, but most of all, they will learn and become educated about what a hero looks like. I mean, we bring wounded military vets into the locker room. They get to tour 
Camp Pendleton and meet these guys and, and lock arms with them and learn about what they do to fight our freedom, uh, for our freedom. It is a, it's a wonderful thing and I'm so honored. I'm sorry, Jeff. I get emotional when I start talking about it, but I know that I truly, I truly love what I do. And, uh, you know, it's with people like you that have locked arms with us and said, Hey, coach, uh, you know, we want to help. Um, it, it really means a lot to us. And so to know that we've become one of the best in the nation when it comes to these type of events, we want to keep it going and, and, and inspire and teach these kids. This is what a hero looks like. I tell them in the locker room, it's not Kardashian, it's not your rock stars, it's not your rap stars. It's these guys that are standing before you today with no arms, no legs, that you know are the ones that we should raise up and emulate as our heroes because they're the ones that are fighting for our freedom so that we can live the way that we live. So um, I'm honored, Jeff, and, and, and God bless you for, for helping us get the word out there. Well, we're, we're more than happy to do that, and it's your emotion that uh, has, has kind of drawn us to you, or me personally to you, I should say. Uh, and uh, let's uh, you know also talk about there's some pomp and circumstance. I know you always have some special stuff going on on the field that is outside of football to, to kind of bring it all together with, like you said, uh, you know, the wounded veterans there and, and whatnot. Any, anything, that, uh, anything special this year, or is it the same old let's reach in to that emotional well and, 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 and get people to understand this? No, it's, it's, it's because we're bringing it to a new region. We have a whole new audience that's going to be seeing this. Um, we've, we've done some different things to, to make it a little more powerful. But the bottom line is we want them to understand what goes into the building of a battle cross. We want them to see what it's like to raise money and donate back. So they're going to see donations on the football field with the money that they helped raise by buying the ticket to be in this event. They're going to see us actually give out this money to, to wounded vets that so richly deserve it. Uh, we're going to build that battle cross for that IMG game. And let me tell you something right now. Kids get it, and I see time and time again, year after year, kids and coaches and, 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 and uh, student leaders as we build that cross and as the Gold Star families are building that on the 50-yard line. I see tears. I see them crying because now they understand that thing, that, they, that, that item that they've only seen in movies and pictures. Now they get to see it actually built and, and by the people that have already given so much for our freedom. It's extremely powerful, and we'll do that before the IMG uh, Centennial game. Hopefully it will be live-streamed so that everybody in America can see it. But there's, um, there's some great things that we got planned, and uh, you know, Mission Viejo has got their mission for their Armed Forces event that they do every year where we combine the Honor Bowl with that event. And so uh, they've got some great things that they're bringing to the Honor Bowl that uh, – I got to tell you, buddy, this will be the best honorable ever. And uh, we're excited about it. Yeah, no, I I agree. I was at uh, Missions uh, uh, Salute to the Military last year. It's it's very moving, and it's uh, they they turn out. You're going to have some great crowds throughout the weekend. And let's talk about uh, getting tickets again. The uh, the website is thehonorgroup.org. I I know you've got uh, uh, e e-commerce set up there to buy the tickets. Uh, to just tell the people a little bit about how they can purchase tickets. Yeah, simply go to the the website www.thehonorgroup.org. Tickets are available online right now. You can buy them today. In addition, um, we are going to be live streaming the event. For, so, for some reason, if you cannot 
visit it because you're from out of state or, or whatever. Um, I know that NFHS is going to be live streaming the whole event. Same with Fox Sports West. That's correct. And boy, Mark, just uh, I know uh, you were, boy, we're less than, uh, what are we, about three weeks away. So uh, can't wait can't wait to see you down here. It's going to be exciting. I, I might have to call Gabe Infante and let him know I know a pretty good beach here in Laguna that he may, may or, or Augie. I'm not sure which one wants it, but I'll, I'll let one of them know a, a pretty, pretty good beach. To, to... Both, Gabe, both Gabe and Coach Hoffman are, are, are wanting to, see, you know, spend a half day with their kids on the beach. And I, I think that's great that they're wanting to give them that treat. Maybe I, Maybe I just bring them next door here, and we play a little uh, little football game in the sand between uh, the, the St. Joe's teams. We'll have to see. But Mark, oh, be, they would love that. Oh, thank Mark, you. Well, well, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Thanks for all you do to to raise awareness and raise money. I uh, can't wait to see you uh, coming up here on the the first through the third of September. The Honorable six big games, twelve great teams. Mark, best of luck, and see you here in a couple of weeks. Hey, Jeff. Jeff, one more thing. Sure. I just I want to I want to really express to your audience. What an honor it's been to work with you, my friend. You have been a, uh, you have become a great friend to our cause, and uh, thank you for everything that you've done to help us. God bless you, buddy. Well, thank you very much. That means a lot, Mark. All right. Well, uh, just excited to have those big games here in our backyard. I only have to drive about 15 minutes to get there. Makes it even that much better. Uh, get tickets at uh, thehonorgroup.org. Six big games over three days, September 1st through the 3rd in Mission Viejo. Again, if you can't get here, it will be streamed on NF at the NFHS Network and also uh, the uh, the Corona Centennial IMG game will be on Fox Sports West uh, on their prep zone. So uh, going to be a, a big weekend of football. It was a big show tonight with a lot of great football as we touched uh, East Midwest and well, that's really the Southwest. I don't want to get Texas all mad at me, but uh, and then the West out here. David Pierce, thank you for joining us. Head coach at Northwestern High School, the number 19th ranked Trojans out of Rock Hill, South Carolina. Susan Elza, the director of athletics at uh, the UIL in Texas, joined us. And then just moments ago, Mark Soto. Don't forget when we're off the air. Follow us on Twitter at HSFB America, on Facebook, and on Instagram. Don't forget to check out Strunkies, the turnaround. Jason Strunk, the head coach at Lubbock High School in West Texas, is back for his fifth year of blogging for us. What a great inside look at uh, football in Texas and a program that's been uh, been on some rough times for 40 years. Strunky got him to the playoffs in his second year after a 35-plus year drought, and uh, just gives you some great insight into everything. Good show coming up next week. We're going to have uh, Terry Gamble, the uh, the new head coach at Allen, talking about uh, how things have gone through the spring. We had him on once he got the job, but now we're going to find out how things went in the spring, over the summer, and into fall camp. They are uh, ranked number 14 in the High School Football America preseason top 25 we're also going to talk some canadian football yeah that's right high school football in canada it's a big thing we're going to head to winnipeg for that one also on the show next week uh, ken hoffman of crossover talking about the new things for crossover and don't forget we're giving away in cooperation with crossover a year's subscription to crossover that's right a $2,500 value and all you have to do is take a free demo to Get a chance to win it. Just sign up for the demo, and you're registered to win the free year of Crossover. Do that by going to crossover.com forward slash HSFA. Let's try and spit that out one more time. Crossover with a K.com 
forward slash HSFA. HSFA also gets you a discount on your TDI Razor, the Debris Inhibitor Razor. That's right. If you put it on their website, that code HSFA at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor with a U, TDIRazor, R-A-Z-U-R.com. You get a discount on your order with that, and uh, you just have to uh, do that. So HSFA gets you a lot of things at uh, this point this week. The, uh, the final date to register for the Crossover Award is um, the, 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 the prize, I should say, is August the 19th, which is next Friday. Hey, also on next week's show, a great story about Phillips Academy, the 4A champs in Illinois, a, a, a team that, a, the little team that can, underdogs overcoming a lot, one of the first Chicago public school system teams to win a state championship in Illinois in over three decades. And we will have uh, Troy McAllister, their head coach, on the show next week. And I uh, also want to thank all of our other sponsors. In addition to uh, Crossover and Southern Sports TDI Razor, we want to thank our good folks at Echo 1612, giving you that instant replay sideline system advantage. They created it. Don't believe anybody else. Yeah, other people have it, but it was Echo that developed it, and they are part of the Exo system now. You heard Chad Cargill on the show earlier this year. They're part of college football. These people are the best. Check them out at Echo1612.com. You can get to them by going to our website, the banner ads right there, and also our good friends at ScoreStream. Check out the scores from Alaska and Hawaii this weekend as they happen by uh, just checking out our scoreboard section. Hit scores on the tab there, the navigation tab at HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. All of the Scores scored uh, by score stream, and you can have fun at your game by just going along and uh, scoring with uh, whatever is going on at the uh, game. You can get the uh, the app in the Google Play or iTunes Store. You can also learn more at scorestream.com. And brought to you by USA Today High School Sports as we partner up for great Southern California coverage once again this year. Learn more at USA Today HSS. Well, it's been a fun night, a good night, and uh, we are just so excited because next week just a few more teams hop into the fray, and then it is full bore 2016 high school football. Before you know it, we'll be playing for state championships, but I did get ahead of myself. For now, this is Jeff Fisher saying good night and good sports from Southern California. You've been listening to High School Football America.